brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Oh, it feels like sippin' time out here on the front porch, doesn't it, today? Welcome to this Sips episode, where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm one of your hosts here at 2 a.m., good old boy Mike. Welcome. Hey, this is a one-hour show that's actually mildly entertaining for about 22 minutes. On a good day. And I appreciate you joining us for this Sips episode. I have a whole cast of characters here to welcome back to my old Kentucky home as we discuss some really great products. Joining me here at the table is good old boy Jason. Good to be here. Good old gal Juliana. And joining us over Skype are good old, good old boy Greg. Glad to be here. Uh, good old boy Brent. It's a pleasure to be here. And made man Bob. Always good to be here. Now, Brent and Bob are joining us from the Bourbon Mafia. Uh, Bob, why don't you take a moment and share with our audience a little bit about the Bourbon Mafia. Well, the Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of high-end bourbon enthusiasts and members of the spirits and drinks industry uh, with representation in 10 states. The group raises money for local and national charities through rail bottle auctions and other themed events. A uh, great group of people. Uh, they did a really nice article on us in the last issue of Bourbon Review. Take a look at it. I like these guys. They have most of their natural teeth. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, <they're jar. laughs> Well, uh, Greg is joining us from the Bourbon Dork. It's a great blog that he's had for several years. Greg, why don't you share with our audience a little bit about the Bourbon Dork today? Thank you, Mike. Uh, <clears throat> so, I love whiskey. Started back in 2009, the blog is my own idiotic musings on the pursuit of all things whiskey. Thank you for uh, joining us today. Well, our SIPS segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. Today's show is all about whiskey, and it's from a particular state that you actually might know and love very much. Well, this is a distiller's takeover featuring Angel's Envy. We'll cover some background, both... uh, products are widely available and some special distiller blends that we're going to get to go over today now many of today's samples were graciously provided by a vast angels envy enthusiast good old boy brent who he won't admit exactly how many bottles he has it's so embarrassing <laughs> um, like three yeah it's it's a number in grand dispute is that what you're saying uh, yes. Mm. I think your second wife will probably admit the right number. <laughs> so, uh, listen, uh, we have a short list of really great products to go over for today. The first up are three special blends that we're going to get to go over today. And we'll talk a little bit more about these blends. One is the Scar Bar Blend. The next is the Whiskey Bar Blend and the Bourbon Mafia Blend. And then there's a breakdown of various percentages in each of these that we'll go over as we come across each of those products. The core product that we'll be tasting around will be the Angel's Envy Rye. 
uh, which is the 100 proof product. Um, then we're going to cover the cast, three different cast strengths from three different years. The Angels Envy cast strength from 2013, the Angels Envy cast strength from 2014, and then the Angels Envy cast strength from 2015 will be all the products that we go over on this fabulous Sips episode uh, today. So some really exciting stuff. I really love our distiller takeovers. It's a really great way to kind of get to see things, you know, from the perspective of the producer um, um, and actually what they're aiming for and such a broad range and expression. And so it's really kind of cool. Uh, we're going to get to do that today. I've asked uh, the Angels Envy enthusiasts at the head of the Angels Envy fan club, Mr. Good old boy Brent, to cover the background on these products for today. Brent, take it away. Angels Envy was the creation of the late Lincoln Henderson, former master distiller for Brown Foreman and inaugural member of the Bourbon Hall of Fame. Lincoln spent 40 years working on world-famous brands such as Woodford Reserve and Jack Daniels and was one of the original pioneers of the premium bourbon and whiskey categories in the United States. After a few years of retirement, Lincoln couldn't shake the whiskey business from his blood, and having spent decades making and experimenting with bourbon, he had an idea that he wanted to pursue involving barrel finishing and hand-blending whiskey. So... Back in 2006, he came out of retirement and decided to create a new brand with his son, Wes, and grandson, Kyle. And from that, Angel's Envy was born. Its name refers to the Angel's Share. That name is given to the bourbon lost to the evaporation during the aging process. Lincoln passed away in September of 2013, but the brand he founded has continued to flourish and expand. Angels Envied open up with their flagship bourbon, which is finished in used port casks, followed by Angels Envy Cast Strength and Angels Envy Rye. The standard Angels Envy bourbon port cask finish starts with a bourbon aged for four to six years in American white oak barrels, which is then finished in hand-selected port casks for three to six months. The final product is hand-blended in small batch, eight to ten barrels, by Wes and Kyle, with the help from their team, which includes another, Henderson, Kyle's brother, Andrew. Angel's Envy Cast Strength was first released in 2012. During the process of making the regular Angel's Envy, West would come across a few barrels that were exceptionally good, and he decided to hold on to these barrels for a limited release, and the result was Angel's Envy Cast Strength. Due to the scarcity of such specially selected barrels, the Angels Envy Cast Strength will continue to be a limited annual release. This expression has met with wide acclaim, and Paul Pecolet of Spirit Journal named Angels Envy Cast Strength the best spirit in the world in June 2013. Angels Envy Rye is a rye whiskey made with a 95% rye, 5% malted barley mash bill, aged a minimum of six years in new American charred oak barrels, then finished for up to 18 months in hand-selected Caribbean rum cask, which previously began their life as small French cognac barrels. This expression is released on a limited basis. Angel's Envy also has an innovative barrel purchase and blending program, allowing customers to purchase a barrel of their own custom blend using the three differently finished base bourbons, typically referred to as A, B, and C. The A is a bourbon finished with a lighter port in The C bourbon is the opposite, 
and the finished and is finished with the port influence to capture the more fruit and jam notes and sweetness. And the B bourbon is the in-between finish. Angel's Envy has been sourcing their base whiskey, but has plans to eventually switch to their own whiskey once their new distillery is completed at the corner of Main Street and Jackson in downtown Louisville. After several years of unforeseen delays in the process, the distillery construction is finally nearing completion. The fermenters, grain silos, and mash cooker have been installed, and the set still to be installed in early February with an operational date projected for late summer 2015. Thanks for that overview, uh, good old boy Brent. Um, so, Jason, I know that uh, you and I um, have chatted a little bit about Angels Envy as well. Yeah, so as uh, Brent mentioned, Angels Envy Rye is sourced uh, product from Miss, uh, Midwest Grain Products Distillery, MGP, still commonly referred to as LDI or the old Seagram's plant. Uh, we covered a full lineup of MGP products, including Angels Envy Rye, to show the range of quality. As Brent mentioned, Angels Envy is in the process of distilling their own product. With the recent acquisition of the Angels Envy brand by Bacardi, this may influence the source of the whiskey in the future, but all of these products we're tasting today are sourced from two different sources, MGP and then the other one, which is a Kentucky distillery, most likely Heaven Hill. Hmm. There you go. Well, thanks for the overview uh, for both of you. Well, um, I uh, drew, the sh- drew the short stick for some reason of uh, reading the SIPS ratings. How did that happen exactly? I'm not quite sure. I don't know how I got that to happen, but I'm mm. glad it did. All right. So what's the challenge here, Jason? Oh, California Surfer Boy. Okay. All That's right. That's what I'm going for. I'll go for it. Here we go. Dude, we'll be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with, uh, like, you know, those Suds ratings, plus our signature really are far out sounds, you know, so here's like those ratings now. Okay, so you're like getting ready to hit the buttons, right, dude? All right, here's so uh, Sips ratings number one. Man, you know, if somebody called me this. I just, I, w- I would be really unhappy. So, four to the double cheese and sausage. Right here, dude. Here you, dude. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? Learning about Cuba, having some food. Mr. Spicoli, you're on dangerous ground here. You're causing a major disturbance on my time. (laughs) I've been thinking about this, Mr. Han. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? (laughs) Certainly there's nothing wrong with a little feast on our time. You're absolutely right, Mr. Spicoli. It is our time. Yours, mine, and everyone else's in this room. But it is my class. Hamilton, Brandt, Cornfeld, up front. Mr. Spicoli has been kind enough to bring us a stack. Hey, so we'll come right back with those SIPS ratings in just one moment. Thank you. 
Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. We are uh, have a Sips episode today. We're talking about a distillery takeover called a- on Angel's Envy. We are right in the middle of introducing our Sips ratings to our uh, audience for today, and we we're doing it in the best voice of California Surfer Boy. California Surfer Boy. All right. I think so we need to add a little more surfer to that one. A little more surfer. A little more surfer. Okay. A little less Piccoli, a little more surfer. A little more surfer. Okay. All right. Let me see if I can pick Channel this. the dude. The dude. I can definitely do that. Dude abides. The dude abides, definitely. Dude abides. But the dude was not a surfer, so that doesn't really quite count. It, that is true, but I just imagine all he surfers a are stoners, right? That, I mean, that's, that, he's a stoner. He's not a surfer. It's I, a, yeah, but aren't one and two and kind of close? Spicoli was a surfer and a stoner, so that okay. works. That's the reason why that works. So maybe works. more Spicoli. All right, okay. But the rug ties the room together. Absolutely. All right, here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, like, you know... Uh, Sips rating number one is going to be like real bummer. Somebody like pick this, you know, for me. So it'd be like walking in the room and Mr. Hand would look at me and he'd go, Spicoli, you're number one. Because every time I hear that, I want to, you know, take out something out back and it's really bad. You got to give me a glass of water and wash out my mouth because you just can't really deal with it. So, number two, man, you know, if I was, like, walking out on the beach and I was staring at it, it was, like, really bad waves. I mean, there's, like, no waves at all. I'd be, like, standing there going, dude, this is not a good day for catching any waves at all. So, you know, I'd be looking at my at my buds and I'd be going, uh, you know, I don't have any good whiskey out here, man. So, you know, I'd say, you know, number two, nice. But, like, what else do you have to work with? Well, isn't that nice? (laughs) (laughs) Slow clap, slow clap. (laughs) So, like, you know, number three is, you know, if I was, like, drifting over to, like, this really, you know, hot chick and I was wanting to talk to her, I'm like, hey, I, you know, I'm a surfer. I like stuff. And, um, you know, we could, like, go out and she'd probably look at me and, you know, she'd probably say, hmm, interesting. What was that again? And that would be our number three rating. I would be interesting, but she'd be looking for somebody probably more interesting. So, number four is, you know, like, when you're sneaking up on somebody and uh, they got like something pretty cool, I'm not going to talk about like what kind of really cool stuff, you know, like stuff you can't talk about all the time, but you know, I, you know, just I have to say that, you know, I just the thing I would be really wondering is I'd probably say it feels like a number four because I'd say, dude, let's keep a secret to ourselves. You know, like pour me another one of those, okay? That's classified. <laughs> So, uh, like, if it was the ultimate bomb, like, me and my bros were out there, the waves are crushing it, you know, I'm catching some good ones, really, you know, I've caught a couple of tubes, you know, crashed out on the bottom a couple times, I'm having a really gnarly good day, you know, not, not like really over the top i'd say it's a five all the way because i'd say oh my i was unaware could anything be this really good man oh my goodness yeah 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 challenge done thank god man all i I have to say is you know 
Yeah, we're free what now. What was the Keanu Reeves movie where he's on his back and he's just firing the gun up in the air? So sad on so many levels. Do not <laughs> challenge. Do not challenge the dude on the fly. That was unscripted, everyone, and it it should have been scripted. It was unscripted. It was unscripted. It should have been. So, uh, yeah, moving on to actually what we're here to do today. So I've like paired hosts off, man, introduce all these really gnarly, uh, you know, Angels Envy stuff. It's like one and two dudes are going to talk about it. So we've paired everybody off, and they're actually going to discuss each of these products, and some of us are going to kind of chime in as we go along. Listen, these first three products are all barrel selections with different percentages from those A, B, and C choices that Brent talked about in the overview. So um, I've asked for Bob to introduce the very first product that we're going to go over today, which is the Cigar Bar Blend. Bob, why don't you introduce this product to our audience? All right. This is a blend from a uh, local place down here in Florida. I believe they're in Fort Myers, Brent. Yeah, they have yeah. three locations in Fort Myers. Uh, this one is a blend of uh, the three different components, A, B, and C. It's a 30-30-40 blend, so it's a pretty even blend of the three base bourbons that we discussed earlier. Uh, the color on it, I'd say it's a medium gold copper color. Uh, the nose, I'm getting hints of vanilla. I'm getting maple syrup, a little white fruit and clove. On the palate, I'm getting uh, raisins, a little vanilla, uh, cinnamon, pepper, white floral, a little bit of chocolate in the back. Um, drop of water tends to open up a little bit more and brings the bourbon notes up a little bit more and mutes the uh, port influence a little bit. Uh, medium finish, uh, I gave this one a three. Three, how about that? Interesting. Uh, Greg, you're going to chime in about the Cigar Bar blend as well. On the Cigar Bar Blend, uh, I got a rye forward nose. Entry is herbal, slightly floral with a semi-sweet backbone. No heat was present. Mid-palate, the profile turns a little weird with some stewed fruits and a touch of spice. Finishes medium. I gave this a sips rating of three. Interesting. All right. At, well, we're out of the gate with our uh, first Angel's Envy product. Up next, we have another blend from the Whiskey Bar blend, and uh, Jason and Brent are going to go over this, and Brent is going to introduce this product for us. Thanks. This is the from the Whiskey Bar. It's located in uh, Orlando on Sand Lake Road. and uh, So this is a 60% A, 10% B, and 30% C blend ratio. Uh, so it's... Uh, it's heavy on the lighter port influence base. So what we have is we have the medium gold color. This is actually the lightest of all the ones that we're trying out today as far as the color goes. It's got the cinnamon, cloves, vanilla on the nose. Uh, the palate, you get some vanilla. And uh, it's, uh, it's got a nice medium finish. I give it a uh, sips rating of three. Yeah, about that. Interesting. Uh, Jason, you were going to share your tasting notes and ratings on this. Um, I'll pretty much agree. It was very light on the front end, uh, slightly sweet. Um, I think the finish has uh, a medium rye spice to it, uh, for sure. And I would give this a sips rating of a three also. Uh, about that. Interesting. So up next, we have uh, the last of these custom blends that we're talking about today, and it happens to be from the Bourbon Mafia. It's the Bourbon Mafia blend. And Brent, if you'll introduce this product for us as well. I'd be happy to. This one is a, a blend that we got together as the Bourbon Mafia. We 
met at the Haymarket Whiskey Bar up in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and we, we did our whole blend from that. Uh, it's, we have a, we're out very much on the light side because our, our A is uh, 8%, our B is 66.5%, and our C blend is 25.5%. Uh, we were able to get Kyle Henderson in on this, and so it's, it was a nice uh, nice get-together for all of us. It's, it's heavy on the medium influence. Um, the color is uh, it's a medium gold. The nose, it's got a little bit less uh, the uh, cinnamon and cloves and more of a port finish to it. Really, it really comes out a lot more with this one. Um, you know, I'm going to give this, uh, it's a medium finish. Nice, it's got a nice little blend to it, and uh, give it a solid three. Interesting. Bob, you wanted to uh, chime in with your tasting notes on the Bourbon Mafia blend. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, the, the, it's a light, sweet caramel on the nose. Uh, get hints of the oak. It's port forward, but not port heavy. Um, not nearly as sweet as some of the other blends. Uh, a little bit of spice, a little clove, and a little bit of cinnamon in the back. Medium finish. Uh, give it a good solid three. Mm. Interesting. So we had a very interesting uh, little discussion about uh, these, uh, you know, custom blends, and because they they take place, you know, quite often. And I'm curious what everybody kind of thinks about this theory. So uh, that there's a time um, of sitting down and tasting all of the various variations and selecting the blend that at the 20 minute mark, everybody is so hammered that all of a sudden the magical blend always appears after 20 minutes of going over the samples. You think that's right? You think that's crap? You think that's uh, a plausible theory that you'd like to prove out? Wait, you're saying alcohol can influence my decision-making uh, skills? It does influence your decision-making. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got married. Yeah. <laughs> I say that, I don't mean me. It, it took alcohol. Isn't, to that how, hurt, so. isn't that how Sparky had his kids? Of <laughs> no, that's true, yeah. There were bagpipes involved. That's all I heard. That's all right. So... Uh, I'm curious, Brent and Bob, when you guys were picking out the Bourbon Mafia blend, how long did it take you guys to land on something? Days, uh, weeks, good. hours, 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, half hour, 45 minutes. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So I do wonder if that is a reflection of palate fatigue um, or alcohol setting in as uh, the lack of uh, astute decision making, or as Jason likes to call it, I'm so hammered, let's make a decision and move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the blonde on the left. We'll call it a day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, anyway, I just thought it was an interesting discussion. It would be an interesting theory because we all get sucked into, you know, private. Uh, tasting sometimes and trying to select, you know, some barrel products. Um, that'd be interesting. Next time, you know, start your stopwatch when you walk in the room, you know, and, and see how fast you have around that 20-minute mark. Be an interesting follow-up. Depends on the people who are there, too. I mean, the ones yeah. who are really serious about trying to get that, you know, that perfect barrel or that perfect blend, you know, they're they're being, you know, they're not wolfing back large quantities you know they're very yeah. meticulous about it you know they're taking the time 
And then you've got the other side of the coin. <laughs> so, yeah, there's always going to be some by 20 minutes. They're not tasting anything. And then you've got guys who are an hour later are still, you know, working on the first sample. So. Hmm. Well, there you go. I knew I liked her better than you. <laughs> An extra sample coming your way. <laughs> Suck up. All right. Well, next up is going to be uh, the core product in all of this, which is the Angel's Envy Rye. Um, Greg is going to introduce this product for us. All right, thank you. So the more time that passes since Angel's Envy entered the American whiskey scene, the more we see an expansion of the whiskey offerings. So what started out back in 2006 as an idea for new offerings to the American whiskey landscape has turned into a string of unique whiskeys to include second finish selections from port pipes to rum casks. So this rye selection is a second finish whiskey that started out as source whiskey, as, as was discussed earlier from MGP. The whiskey was then aged in plantation XO Caribbean rum casks for approximately 18 months, and then bottled at 100 proof. And I think this offering is another hat tip to Lincoln's dream of creating unique second finish whiskeys. For the rye, I got a floral nose. Uh, entry is clove with floral sweetness and herbal notes. The rum notes pop up mid-palate and stays to the finish, which is moderate. I do pick up a minty backbone, noting the origin of MGP distillate. It's a nice whiskey, uh, but I still give it a sips rating of 3. Interesting. So, Bob, I know you wanted to chime in about uh, Angel's Envy Rye as well. Yeah, uh, this is honestly uh, the standard Angel's Envy expressions, the, the you know, excluding the cast strength releases. This is my favorite. Uh, this isn't your typical rye for those looking for a more standard rye profile. Uh, those looking for a standard rye, this may not be to their liking, but... For those who want to extend their palace, this is an excellent dram, both as a sipper and as an inner dram. Uh, it's released on a very limited basis, so it comes in, comes in burst. You may see it on the shelf, and you may not see it for a while, so if you see it, pick it up. Uh, color, amber, gold, uh, nose, brown sugar, molasses, coconut, gingerbread, cinnamon, a little bit of citrus fruit, pineapple. You pick up hints of that uh, tropical rum from the cask. Um, on the palate, smooth rye notes. It's very easy on the palate. Cane syrup, vanilla, dried tropical fruits and raisins, hint of banana. And you get that cognac influence on the back end from the fact that they were XO cognac barrels. Uh, Medium-length finish. The rye comes forward on the finish with the molasses and the tropical fruit from the from the back end from the rum. It's uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite drams. I, I give it a four. Hmm. How about that? Um, a very cool product indeed. That's classified. Well, a uh, really great uh, product to cover right off the bat. Um, so this is kind of an interesting moment because the very first time I tried this product, Juliana was with me. Do you remember that? Oh God, yes. Yeah. So we walked into uh, it was a festival we happened to walk into, and it was I think it was was the first table we hit. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, and I think it was the very first time that yeah, I had. I know, and uh, it was it was definitely this particular expression. It was the rye over rum cask that um, really caught my attention, and uh, I I couldn't. There were a lot of things there that day, but I didn't shut up about this one, did I? Yeah. Yeah. 
It tastes like breakfast. So and that marriage from the rum and the cognac, you know, the the twice used barrel, it gives it that that character. You're just not going to get from either one alone. It's mm. it's it really good stuff. Well, we have uh, another minute or two here to allow Brent to uh, introduce the cast strength. Brent, why don't you go through and talk a little bit about the cast uh, the cast strength products as well as the 2013 for us? Okay, the uh, the cast strength was first released back in 2012, and it was introduced using the distiller's the select barrels, and uh, they caught the whole market by storm. You know, by the lower proof. And uh, West continued to look into new introductions. So this is considered by many as the product offering tribute to Lincoln after his 2013 death. Um, these barrels of the 2013 were probably selected, you know, prior to his death, and then bottled the following summer. Uh, so you know, you get that phrase. I'll have what Lincoln is having. And that emerged because this is how the distillers picks barrels for the bottle tasting, like the barrel-proof version. Uh, this this one, this Angel's Envy, uh, the 2013, which is 123 proof. Thanks. The uh, the Angel's Envy Cast Strength 2013. It's a came comes out at 123 proof. Um, it's got some nice tasting notes. It's a deep amber, red tint, coppery. Uh, the nose has a toffee, butterscotch, toasted oak, cherries, ripe peach, berry jam, vanilla, notes of banana. The palate, lots of pure uh, notes of cherries and oak. You get the port finish a little bit on that. You get some raisins, and you get the beautiful feel with vanilla, honey, a little butter in there, some cloves, honeysuckle. Uh, the finish just glides around your palate, lingers for a few moments, but not too long to keep you from another sip. You just add a little bit of water, opens up nicely. It's warm, sweet, still tingly. Um, I give this a solid five for myself. Oh, how about oh my that? Yeah. 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 Jason, uh, you were going to chime in about the 2013 cask. So... Um, his tasting notes are pretty right on there is definitely some cherries in there there's definitely a lot of vanilla um my personal opinion um this one is good but for me it's not great i think there is a slight off taste in my opinion that i think the port barrels gave it um it's it's just personal preference i've definitely tasted this against many of the other cast strengths and um you know of them it's not my favorite it is still good but it's not my favorite so i gave this a sips rating of a four that's classified
Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Today's episode is a Sips episode. We're going over Angel's Envy and all the products from the distiller. We've covered a broad range of products already, and we're breaking right into the cast strength products. Interesting. So, do you think that... uh, you're arriving at that conclusion because you're tasting the other cast strengths alongside it, and you're able to say, "This." I mean, of the three, you have a point of comparison as opposed to just saying, "Well, this is the first time they've done this." You know, was it really what he was aiming for? Yeah, no. I mean, I completely agree with you. So, like, I remember when this first came out. I definitely had a bottle right when it first came out, and I remember tasting it and being like, "Wow, this is really interesting." Um, and for me, interesting is not what I go for in a whiskey. So that, you know, a lot of people look for something really unique, really different. Interesting is not my thing. Like, I, like there are specific things that I look for, you know, the, the caramel, the sweet, the vanilla, the mm-hmm. spice, and, and there are specific things. This has a very unique flavor. It almost has something that, uh, like of a flavor you would get in a bunch of scotches um, with their barrel finishing. And it, it's just unique. And it, it's not a unique. <laughs> characteristic that i really enjoy Mm. i'd much prefer one of his other expressions personally Mm. well uh let's keep on moving uh running around to another cast strength which is the 2014 version bob you're going to introduce this product to everyone all right this was the third edition of the cast strength expression it was uh, an initial release of 6500 bottles it's bottled 119.3 proof uh, the load proof of this edition, I think, makes it a little bit more approachable. It's a little less of the alcohol burn associated with some of the higher ones, uh, especially with the 2015. Um, the color, uh, rich walnut copper color, um, lots of fruit up front from the port finish, uh, dark, sweet, dried fruits, plums, cherries, a uh, little bit of vanilla, toffee, uh, burnt sugary molasses, a little musty wood and clove. Um, on the palate, big, mouth-filling. It's got good viscosity, good good coat to it. A little more dried cherries and currants, a little vanilla, old weather, uh, a little bit of chocolate and toffee, and a little bit hint of the oak and then the pepper on the finish. Uh, good, good, decent, long finish with light wood and spice. Uh, I give this one a solid four. Hmm. That's classified. So, uh, Juliana's going to chime in about the 2014 cask. Huh. And I tried with a little water, and, and water did not help this one. It, it, it muted the port, and it muted the whiskey. Uh, I agree. Just leave it as is. Drink this one alone. I agree. Well, the one thing that I noticed uh, when I was staring at all the cask versions is the vast difference in uh, appearance. The 2014 was very dark compared yeah, to the 2013 and the 2015 and uh yeah i really thought that was a remarkable difference in terms of appearance and what's interesting it didn't really translate into you know uh a vast difference in you know taste variation as well uh i am totally there with bob though adding some water did not open this bad boy up and in fact it it actually crushed it and i was like wow you know i absolutely killed my sample how did that happen you know so 
Uh, it definitely helps. Uh, I agree. Um, so, to each his own. Always, you know, marching through, you know, barrel-proof product. I know Mr. Barrel-proof sitting across the table from here goes blasphemy. I know. So, <laughs> or I should say, <laughs> banned once again. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So, guys uh, like that watery stuff, man. I he does. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, let's swing our attention around to the uh, Angel's Enemy Cast Strength 2015. Uh, I'm going to take a moment to introduce part of this product, um, and I'm going to let Brent uh, chime in, you know, as we're kind of going along here as well. So, uh, this is a product that has um, seven years in the base product. Um, it was finished off um, in uh, the uh, port barrel in 18 months. And uh, the total amount of uh, bottling for the cast strength was about 7,500 bottles. This came with uh, a couple of new interesting bells and whistles, the 2015 version. So, one, it came in this super cool box. <laughs> um, like that really, I, you know, yeah, I agree, you know, totally. I mean, really, I mean, I would say that packaging totally makes the product. The other thing is, uh, so this very unique, interesting experience where they actually are going on a road show um, with Angels Envy, and so West is going around and meeting. It's like a twenty or thirty, you know, city tour where they're going around and meeting with people that bought the cast. They get this, you know, very you know unique experience to get their their bottles, you know, autographed, you know, by West um, through this experience. So. There's a little bit of some marketing shtick that I found kind of interesting around the 2015 itself. Um, you know, my tasting notes. Well, before I go on there, Brent, did I miss any overview of the Brent of of the Brent? Did I miss any overview of the Brent? Did I miss any overview of the 2015 that you wanted to mention? No. The um, one thing though is they've been doing the the meet and greet with the people since 2013 oh they have so that's not a new thing oh, i just that's didn't. not new okay. and i actually like the bottle the box of the 2012 and 2013 uh, better than the last two years so i guess that's all the versions i have i just didn't see the box so i just see the bottle yeah bought this and never looked under the bottle yeah. and then eventually maybe six months or a year later look under the bottle and see the invitation you have the golden Willy Wonka ticket. Yeah. And, and go, oh, he, Wes was in my city three weeks ago. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for those people that are listening uh, to this, you know, in our uh, broadcast, you know, segment, um, you'll probably hear this, you know, sometime in 2016 and have an opportunity to uh, scoop up on, you know, maybe one of these uh, um, meet and greets with uh, Wes. So, um you know, my tasting notes on the 2015 itself, you know, I thought that it was a very delicate balance. It was very different than the other two cask expressions itself. Um, the other two cask expressions to me were, I don't know, uh, not quite what I was thinking of, um, which I thought it would be a bitter, a bigger, better version of the rye. And um, I really enjoyed... Uh, I'm glad I got to taste them all. The 2015 is a real is, is vast a vast improvement I think over the 13 and 14. Um as there's a lot of head nodding at least here at the table uh going on. Um I think you know it's the expression of the rye in this that I really like quite a bit. It's 
It's not uh, pure spice. There's a floral component that kind of comes over this. And I really enjoy the depth of this particular product versus some of the other ones where it was kind of there and gone in like half of a fleeting second. So it, it really kind of clicked uh really elevated everything just because i thought it was a very good barrel expression my sips rating for the 2015 is a four that's classified brent what did you think of the cast strength 2015 um i've it's it's one of my favorites that's for sure it's in my top five for the year of uh, of, of my bourbons but I, I every time i taste it i go back to the 14 and the 15 and i you know, one one day I like the you know the toffee and the in uh, the vanillas and everything that comes out in the fourteen more than I like what you know in the, the taste of the fifteen. So it's 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 just back and forth every time I taste them. But it's uh it's a good solid, uh, good solid bourbon. And for me, I know you guys are a little against them, but for me, it's always a five. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, no, we're not against it at all. Uh, you know, so uh, I, I'm glad that, you know, we got to taste like such a wide variety of those cast drinks, you know, through that, you know, tasting itself. Well, listen, we have uh, a few more minutes here to kind of talk a little bit about the flight itself and a little bit about some of our experience, you know, with all these Angels Envy product. And I thought that I'd maybe uh, give each person, you know, uh, maybe 30 seconds to, to uh, kind of go over um you know a little bit about uh what they thought about each of these products uh we'll start here with uh good old boy jason uh sitting in front of me i mean what you think about the flight overall um flight overall i think that the direction that they're going in is incredible and i think in the next five to ten years you're going to see some incredible incredible things um I was lucky enough to have uh, met Lincoln and have dinner with Lincoln many times, um, kind of discuss the future of Angel's Envy and the barrel finishings. And, you know, the really good thing is that he turned it over to um, his son and his grandson, and they're going to really take this and run with it. And he had some plans in the works. I mean, you're going to see some really incredible things in the future. Mm. You know, if you look on every bottle, uh, there's different expression numbers, and I can tell you he had a lot of experiments and a lot of ideas that are going to come out. Personally, I think the product just keeps getting better and better. I think the 2015 cash strength is by far their best one. I think that it can hold its own against uh, some BTM antique collection and some really other high-end whiskeys and i mean you're looking at this as this is a seven-year-old whiskey holding its own against the 15 and 20 year old so i i think great things to come huh interesting so uh it's really great to kind of come around to uh one you know opinion about the flight let's keep on going around the round table here and so greg i'm curious what you kind of thought about the flight itself with angels living here so this is only my opinion on the Angel's Envy overall, so Jason can tell me to shut up anytime. I really like the fact that they experiment with second finishes on their whiskey. We're seeing this more and more, and while some have been hit or miss, I think over time we'll see some fine-tuning of the Angel's Envy offerings. Excellent. Uh, thank you very much, uh, good old boy Greg. So, uh, Brent, I'm curious. Uh, I know you taste these products all the time, but I'm curious curious what you thought about the flight that we had for today i i personally love the flight it's uh it's a daily drinker of mine 
the whole flight matters of fact but <laughs> no the um I think Lincoln, he's retired. In case you were wondering, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Lincoln had something. I think he's really one that when it started all this, all the finishing and, and stuff that everybody else is jumping onto, and so I think that Angels Hannity is a little bit ahead of the curve when it comes to everybody else. So, very good for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent, Bob. What do you think about the flight uh, overall? Um, I'm a I'm a huge Angels Envy fan. Um, they're doing some great work. They're doing some really innovative products. Um, I, I agree with Jason. Every year they get better. Um, every expression they release, they get better. Um, the 2015 cask I thought was stellar, but I'm I'm like Jason. I like I like the kick you in the teeth, real high proof kinds. Um, but you know, excellent, excellent stuff. And oh, by the way, Mike, I looked up and there's a cast strength event in Nashville on March 1st. So yeah, just in you're interested i am aware of that at it's called moto if you know where that's at i know exactly where that's at there you go so uh you know i think what is uh kind of interesting about you know the entire flight is um i don't know it's just kind of a very interesting moment you know for uh when i think about the history of these products and kind of the various points in time you know i've kind of encountered them from the very first point of having you know that product as we walked into uh you know a whiskey festival um and enjoying that for the first time and that was a consumer festival it was an industry tasting so i was tasting it you know literally right alongside everybody else you know at the exact same time i'd heard whispers about it for months and months and months you know but um to actually you know walk up and taste it i was like wow a whiskey finished off in a rum cask hmm that's kind of new i don't think i've had anything like that lately um so you know i think that uh the interesting part is the relationship that they've had with their sourcing partners over time and how well that they have done to maintain a measure of consistency, you know, with those products. Um, and I really look forward to kind of the, you know, next chapters, you know, for Angels Envious to kind of walk through this relationship with Bacardi and really seeing kind of, you know, what uh, Wes and company are going to do next. So, yeah, I really look forward to all of that. Well, it's... Uh Angel's Envy was uh, certainly not the name that we thought it would become. Um, uh, we designed the whiskey first, and the whole concept of doing a, a really premium, super premium bourbon uh, finished in some sort of cask, other than the bourbon cask, uh, that's what we started with. And um, the name, actually, Angel's Envy comes from the fact that uh, we typically, in this business, give up anywhere from 20%, 5 to 20% of the whiskey to the angels. Well, we thought that that's just too much. So we decided that we're only going to give them a little bit. So thus, we have the name Angels Envy because they're envious of, of us. And they're a little pissed off, too. Because, well, does that mean that, that, you, that you removed it from the cask? As early as possible, that's so that right. we couldn't get that's right. that, that, yeah. that drunk up there. Yeah, because if you go into a bourbon warehouse in the evening or late at night, you hear the angels up there giggling and laughing because they're getting so much of this fine whiskey. Well, since we decided they weren't going to get the best part of it, they're not so happy. Well, 
that is going to do it for our episode for today. Uh, I really appreciate everybody joining us. Hope you enjoyed this episode and catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. We love your feedback as well, and you can reach us online anytime at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day. Our handle on Twitter is at sipsudsmokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news listen do us a favor and you're listening to us online rate this episode and uh we'd love to see your feedback it's a great big help to us and we get to see uh exactly what you think about me butchering probably the name of something during this episode (laughs) dude man i have to say that if you're not like gonna rate us gnarly five on something then you know i don't i don't want to care what you think man all right so uh (laughs) i really want to thank our uh host for being here um on this episode thank you good old boy jason for joining us Uh, good to be here and good old gal juliana thank you for joining us good old boy greg thank you for joining us for today And uh, thank you, good old boy Bob, for joining us on this episode. It's a pleasure to be here. And good old boy Brent, thank you for joining us on this episode. Thanks. I want to give thanks to all the angels today. Absolutely. Very much so. Well, listen, this is good old boy Mike asking you to join us once again and to keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.